The Hornets caused some mile-high mayhem, but once again, they are dealing with protocol issues. That's all ahead today on the Locked On Hornets podcast. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. We This is the Locked On Hornets podcast. I'm Doug Branson. You can follow me on Twitter at Doug Branson, L-O-H. No Walker mail today. He is stuck in uh, some of the travel issues that I'm sure uh, a lot of people are going through right now. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Price Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Check them out at prizepicks.com. A lot to talk about. If there were going to be any show uh, that I wasn't going to be able to do with Walker, it would be this show because we've got plenty uh, to get to. Um, but before we do that, I just want to mention we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. Thanks for making Locked On Hornets your first listen or maybe your first watch on YouTube. Every day we are free and available on all platforms, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on YouTube. A link to the YouTube channel is pinned, by the way, on our Twitter at Locked On Hornets. You can follow Walker Mail on Twitter at Walker Mail. You can follow me on Twitter at Doug Branson LOH. And then make sure you hit up the show Twitter account as well at Locked On Hornets. As I said, lots to talk about. We're going to begin with the news that we got on the protocol front. Miles Bridges and PJ Washington entering the protocol. What does that mean? for the Hornets as they finally look ahead to some home games coming off the road with a win against the Denver Nuggets. I want to talk about that win. <laughs> Crazy fourth quarter. Got to get to some of the action there. That'll be coming up in the second uh, part of the show. And then finally, in the third part, we look to tonight's game against the Houston Rockets, a rematch. I believe the last game the Hornets have against the Houston Rockets this season. Houston uh, getting an overtime victory against the Hornets and a lot of points scored in that game. Uh, so we'll look to see where the Rockets are now. Uh, they were they were in the middle of a, a huge winning streak when they beat the Hornets, or there was the beginning, I should say, of a huge winning streak. We'll see where they are now. But first, let's talk about this protocol news. Miles Bridges and P.J. Washington both entering the, uh, the NBA's health and safety protocols. They are the seventh and eighth different player to enter the protocol this season. They join Cody Martin, who's been in the protocol since December 19th. All three will miss tonight's game against the Rockets. So first of all, what are the Hornets missing without Miles Bridges and P.J. Washington? Well, I mean, frankly, they're missing two huge pieces to their offense. I think, you know, Miles can contribute on both ends of the floor, but PJ Washington has just been red hot off the bench. His shooting has been crazy last 10 games. He's uh, scored 11.8 points per game on 38.5% three-point shooting. We saw that three-point shooting on full display in the 17-point fourth-quarter comeback against the Denver Nuggets. And so to be missing that is going to be difficult because we know, and I'll talk about this in the preview coming up, they're going to have to score a lot of points against the Houston Rockets and to lose two of your bigger offensive contributors. Miles Bridges this season, you know, he started off crazy strong, looked like uh, a clear candidate for most improved uh, for the season. Still, I think, 
you know, has a chance at, at, at getting that, uh, but cooled off, uh, you know, I, I think after the first 15 or so games, but it started to pick it up again in his last 10 games. Now, 19.4 points on 51% from the field, but still that three point percentage lagging a bit, 28.3, uh, 28.3% from three, but he was finding other ways to contribute, rebounding, passing. Miles Bridges' defense, obviously, has been doing a little bit of everything for the Charlotte Hornets, and uh, they will certainly uh, miss those contributions. So then the next question is, who steps up? Well, I think, obviously, you're going to see some more minutes for Jalen McDaniels, who played big minutes in that fourth quarter uh, against Denver and helped propel the Hornets to uh, a victory. You're going to maybe see some more of JT Thor. We got a little bit of a look at, at him last time the Hornets were dealing with the health and safety protocols. So maybe they they look to go to some of these younger guys. I think Kelly Oubre uh, is, is the obvious candidate to, to get a start against the Houston Rockets in place of Miles Bridges. But we'll see how James Borrego decides to shake up the lineup because Kelly Oubre, his contributions off the bench, he was the leading scorer against the Denver Nuggets. Here I go again, getting into my Denver Nuggets preview uh, before before we talk about uh, that game in the second segment. So, you know, this is something obviously that every team is dealing with. It seems like most every team is dealing with health and safety protocol issues. I think the Hornets are fortunate in that they have some experience already with this. They know what this is. They know what this whole thing is about and, and they were resilient. I don't know that they, they didn't necessarily win a lot of ball games while they were missing five players due to protocols, but they were resilient players stepped up and uh, they, they found ways to make games competitive. Luckily, tonight's game against Houston, it's I think you're you're dealing with an opponent that is not necessarily as strong as some of the opponents that the Hornets were facing during that time that they had players missing from the protocol. So that's certainly a bonus for the Hornets. But every team's been dealing with these issues, and the Hornets luckily can call upon players. They have a whole G League team under contract, it seems like, and they've been able to call on those players before. So it's it, it puts them at a little bit more of an advantage than some of these teams across the league who are having to just pick pick players up from off the street, it seems like, or players that haven't played in a long time, get them to suit up or have been playing in the G League but not necessarily in their system, on their bench, so that's what's going on across the league. With the Hornets, you have an opportunity to get some of these young players more run. You know, obviously it's going to help them if they stay with the team, but also it could help in terms of showcasing these players for possible uh, trade packages. And should mention that too as an impact on uh, future trade prospects. P.J. Washington going to miss uh, probably at least 10 days, maybe five days. You know, the NBA is shifting around protocols and there are different different sort of uh, milestones that you have to hit to get back into action. So for the Hornets, hopefully they get these players back quickly. Uh, but P.J. Washington has been the name when it comes to trade packages. Where, you know, what do you start with? And it seems it all starts with P.J. Washington. And that makes a lot of sense because, you know, as I said at the opening of this segment, he's playing some of his best basketball right now. And so, you know, I, I think that that may limit the Hornets options uh, as as they head into this trade deadline. But it is, you know, hopefully only maximum 10 days. And, 
you know, Cody Martin went on the protocol on December 19th. So they could be quickly reintegrating Cody Martin, who has shown an ability to, to play small, to play big, can play guard, can play forward. And that, that's going to give Borrego a little bit of flexibility as he tries to deal with the loss of two major pieces. All right, coming up in the second segment, I do want to get into this uh, crazy. I would have started the show with it because it was so nuts. 17-point comeback in the fourth quarter. I would have started the show with that if not for this protocol news. So um, definitely want to get into that. But first, I want to talk about Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. You know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let those greedy corporations pocket your hard-earned money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. It's part of the deal. Truebill makes it incredibly simple, though. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands of dollars a year. Who doesn't want that? Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. And with all that money you save, you can head over to BetOnline. They got you covered for the holiday season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its, its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season and the beginning of the 2022 season. A fresh year for betting. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. Stick around more on this Denver Nuggets win. A road win. Awesome. Let's do it. This is Locked on Hornets. They're running their rookies to Greensboro. They're driving them to Greensboro and then driving them back the same day to play in an NBA game. I cannot <laughs> wait until the Hornets load manage. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Thanks again, by the way, for making Locked on Hornets your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where we try to do a live show once every week. We've been getting a lot of great action on the chat. Um, So we've been doing those on Friday with David Walker, our Hive Live episodes. So make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. The Hornets beat the Denver Nuggets 115 to 107. They were down by as many as 19 points in this game. And the margin was 17 heading into winning time. And I know a lot of people were kind of focused on the Christmas break. How how are we going to get to uh, the family holiday celebration? So I don't know how many people were watching this game. And I especially don't know how many people People were watching this game when we got into the fourth quarter and the Hornets were down 17. I'm sure a lot of you 
uh, may have given up on the Hornets, but the Hornets didn't give up. And a lot of that had to do with uh, some, uh, basically some bench wrenches and Ish Smith, his defensive energy and offensive penetration created opportunities early for Kelly Oubre, who was knocking down big shot after big shot. And Kelly Oubre, by the way, no slouch on defense. He was getting blocks and steals late in this game as well. He got the comeback started. And honestly, I think Kelly Oubre kind of got short. Is it short shifted or short shrifted? If it's short shrifted, he got short shrifted. If it's short shifted, he got short shifted because I, I was reading a lot of the recaps after this game and not a lot of them are mentioning Kelly Oubre. A lot of them mentioned Ish Smith because of the crazy plus minus number for this game. Uh, when, when they inserted him, uh, things changed dramatically at the end of the third quarter. He finished this game with a plus minus. <laughs> of 27 okay 27 plus minus but he only scores nine points four assists two rebounds and and uh two but he had two blocks two blocks for ish smith little tiny baby ish smith said no sir get that out of here um ish smith was crazy great in this game and it, and it doesn't necessarily show up in the box score because he didn't get a ton of run in this one only 14 minutes but plus 27 and a lot of that was his defensive peskiness as i said he was just faster uh stronger uh, penetrating getting inside and then kicking the ball out in denver i don't know they just didn't want it they weren't playing defense they had uh benched uh they, they uh mike malone had removed Jokic from the game and probably probably thought he was safe, probably thought he was good. The Hornets have not been playing well lately, especially on the road. Um, even with their full complement of players, they haven't been playing great defense. So I think if you're Mike Malone, you make that calculation. You say fourth quarter, I'm up 17. I can get a little rest for Jokic here. We're, we're on a back-to-back. Why not? Well, Ishmith said why not. Also, who said why not? P.J. Washington, who knocked down huge threes late to get them over the hump. And Jalen McDaniels had some absolute yamtastic dunks. I mean, they were they were Miles Bridgian. I mean, he had one on Jokic. I thought for a second when when Jalen McDaniels threw it down on Jokic that the ball hit Jokic's nose uh, because he grabbed his nose, but it was actually Jalen McDaniel uh, doing a little a little contact using the arm and the hand and the fist and everything. Um, no call there. Fortunate for the Hornets. Uh, but Jalen McDaniels was physical. Ish Smith was physical. Kelly Oubre was physical. P.J. Washington was getting involved defensively as well. I mean, I think that the game ceiling play was uh, the, the, the play late in this game when they get it to Jokic, and it was clear they were going to feed Jokic to try to get uh, Denver within striking distance. They throw it down to Jokic. Uh, PJ extremely physical with him and and ties him up just long enough for Ishmith to get the strip steal and and bucket on the other end and then Ishmith follows that up with a big three of his own so Ishmith one of one from three he doesn't shoot many of them uh, and he's knocked them down and look you know Ishmith all season uh, has been a, a Hornets utility. Uh, a player has been a bench wrench, has been someone that James Borrego can insert into the game if they need energy. Uh, and and he's a veteran. He's he's played on 12 teams. He's been around the NBA block, and I think it says a lot about Ish Smith that he could be re- that he could be inserted into a game like this where he hasn't gotten a lot of run. Stay ready has been the motto, and Ish Smith has has come through and, and really been sort of the 
the banner player for that motto, motto for the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, this is the seventh game the Hornets have won after being down 10-plus points. I don't know if that's that's a great – I mean, it's awesome that they won those games. I think the Hornets have some things to figure out in terms of getting down big, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that they don't start games well. They actually did start this game particularly well, uh, and, and that deficit was really accumulated in the uh, end of the first quarter, let them back in the game, and then second quarter into the third quarter. Didn't come out with a lot of energy at half. Again, you know, this is another game where the starters not playing particularly well. Uh, they've lost a starter now in Miles Bridges and two big bench pieces in P.J. Washington and Cody Martin to the protocol. You know, I mean, you look at Gordon Hayward, one of 10 from the field, one of five from three, six points, three assists, four rebounds. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. It's simply not good enough in, in 30 minutes of play. Uh, Miles was six of 14, one of seven from three. You, you know, when, when he does return, they need a Miles Bridges that can shoot better from three. Mason Plumley was a non-factor offensively, nine, 19 minutes, three points, three fouls, six rebounds. Uh, and then Terry Rozier, a uh, bit of an inefficient night, 17 points, seven rebounds, four assists, did play some important fourth quarter minutes as well, uh, but five of 15 from the field. 16 points, five rebounds, four assists, four steals from LaMelo Ball, so active on the defensive end. You love to see that. One block as well, only three turnovers to his four assists, but one of five from three. Couldn't really get it going offensively, but he was cheering on the team from the bench in that fourth quarter as as Ishmith uh, propelled things in this one. As I said, Kelly Oubre, huge in this game. Led, the, led, all, led all Hornets in scoring, 23 points. Four steals, four rebounds, seven of 15 from the field, five of 11 from three. P.J. Washington, three of four from three, 13 points, nine rebounds, five assists. I mean, yeah, we we mentioned we, we didn't mention P.J. Washington's passing in this game. Uh, he, he just really did it all. You know, I think there's certainly Miles Bridges uh, plays more minutes and, and at times has been able to fill up the score sheet uh, the box score a little bit more than P.J. Washington, but the way the benches carried the Hornets, I think there's an argument to be made that at least in the short term, until the starters can figure something out, that they may miss P.J. Washington and his contributions a little bit more than Miles Bridges at this point. I'm not, and again, I'm not saying that P.J. is necessarily playing better than than Miles, but he's shooting from three better. And the Hornets really live and die by the three right now. When they shoot well from three, they give themselves a chance, uh, even through some poor defensive play, and they're going to need a lot of points against the Houston Rockets. Let's talk about that game coming up on the Locked On Hornets podcast. But first, I want to chat about Built Bar. You know I love Built Bar. I've been eating a lot of them because I've been on the network for a long time and they've been supporting the network for a long time. The holiday season is over, but you can still grab that. Uh, well, it's not really over, right? I mean, you can have Built Bars as a snack for New Year's. Take them to your New Year's party. Why not? Grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar that's Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. You get the delicious and you get the healthy. It's the season of peace and love. Don't bring up your favorite built bar at the family parties at the New Year's parties because people are so passionate about their favorite flavor. They'll fight you for it and things can get out of hand. Uh, cozy up with something warm. It's not really warm in the Southeast right now, but it's going to get, or it is really warm, I should say. It's not really cold, but when it does get cold, 
You can cozy up uh, with a little Built Bar into a cup of hot chocolate. That's a Built Bar hack for you right there. Right there, Let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. We'll preview tonight's game against the Houston Rockets coming up on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. Have you ever had that one little bug that's just like, it's not completely out, but it's like kind of dangling in there. And then you try to sniff it back up to go away for good, but it's just, it'll, it'll keep popping back. That's what I'm going through right now. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Back here on the Locked on Hornets podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen or your first watch every day. The Hornets have an important game coming up tonight against the Houston Rockets. It's a chance for a little redemption. The Hornets lost their first game against Houston earlier this season, 146 to 143. It was an overtime game, but still they scored a ton of points in regulation as well. And that's the story with these two teams. Uh, they're very similar in that way. They score a lot of points offensively, uh, but defensively uh, they they struggle a ton. Um, the Houston Rockets will be without several players uh, due to the protocols, including Garrison Matthews, who was Speaking of bench wrenches, who was a bit of a bench wrench himself in that first game against the Hornets, Garrison Matthews knocking down some big shots for the Houston Rockets. But they do have a lot of their big pieces. Christian Wood uh, is uh, due to play along with Eric Gordon. And Alpernon Sengun has uh, been really good for them. Sixth man. I mean, he's you know rookie this year, drafted by the Houston Rockets. And uh, he's he's played very well. Passes exceptionally. Uh, Ken is is a pretty steady double digit score. So they'll have to watch Sengun as well for the Hornets. Again, they're missing Miles Bridges, PJ Washington. So they'll have to have players like Kelly Oubre step in the void and knock down some shots. Maybe a little JT Thor steps in. Maybe even a little James Booknight. You know, throw a guard. I mean, you're missing some forwards, but you're also missing Cody Martin. So uh, maybe you just lengthen the rotation. That really hasn't been James Borrego's mo. When players go out, he tends to kind of rally around this veterans and the players that he plays a lot. I think that could mean big minutes tonight for Jalen McDaniels, who certainly earned them after his play against the Denver Nuggets. But we'll just see. Have to we'll have to see how the rotation shakes itself out. I think big key to the game, honestly, is Gordon Hayward. I mean, he scored twenty plus points in their first matchup, uh, but, but the Hornets played well offensively across the board in that first matchup. But I think that Gordon Hayward certainly needs a bounce back game. Hasn't ever had a great game since their win against San Antonio in San Antonio. Uh, That guy needs to get going offensively because uh, it's been a particularly bad stretch for him where, you know, you've even seen Borrego limit the minutes a little bit. And I don't know how much of that is trying to rest him a little bit during that road stretch and how much it was, uh, you know, the fact that he just wasn't performing very well and, and they needed uh, better and more efficient offensive production. So we look to uh, some of the bench pieces, but I think this is a game where you need the, the, the starting rotation to play a little better. I don't know how many minutes uh, they'll give to Mason. Nick Richards got a few minutes against Denver. Uh, so, you know, how does, how does he deal with that center rotation and dealing with Christian Wood in that first matchup, Houston pushed the pace tremendously at the beginning of the game and the Hornets weren't ready for it. I mean, they were just running, you know, they were getting up and down very quickly and running simple pick and roll plays. 
that to get Christian Wood going and the Hornets simply were not ready to play the Houston Rockets and allow 40 plus points in the first quarter in that first matchup. So I think another key to the game, first key to the game, Gordon Hayward has to play better. Second key to the game is you have to come in with a defensive mentality from the tip. And and that means that the starters have to play well uh, defensively and be ready for what Houston decides to throw at them. Houston hasn't been playing uh, as well of late, uh, I believe they've uh, three and seven in their last ten games. Uh, so they've been losing games. Uh, they've kind of revert. They, they sort of they started, you know, with that tremendous losing streak, and then the Hornets were their second win in a in a long winning streak. And now it seems like they've reverted back into a, a team that is probably going to finish near the bottom of the Western Conference right now, ten and twenty three on the season. So the Hornets have a huge opportunity. I think this is a tone-setting game. It's difficult. You're missing some players, but so is everyone else. This is a resilient team. This is a deep team. I think this is a game that they should win, uh, and they need to win. You need to rack up the home wins uh, and and you know you get get those home wins while you can because you've got some tough matchups coming up. The Hornets have some matchups against a, 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 a doubleheader against Milwaukee that's that's looming. They've got a game against Phoenix coming up, um, and and that's always going to be difficult. You're going to be missing players in that one, so you need to get these wins against the Detroit's, against the Washingtons, against the Houston's, uh, against the Pacers teams that you are either capable of beat beating or have beaten this season. Season. Um, these are all important games. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets and me at Doug Branson LOH. I uh, tweet around most of these games. Um, this has uh, been a fun show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you make your second listen, Locked On Bets. That's uh, the number one betting show on the Locked On Network. Get all the bet, bet betting information that you need uh, so that you're well-equipped uh, to head over to Bet Online, one of our fantastic sponsors. All right, tomorrow we'll recap this game against Houston Walker Mail. will rejoin me here in the studio. Until then, I'll uh, give you my old sign-off from the Hive Talk Live and early Locked On Hornets days. Go Hornets, go America. Let's swarm Charlotte.